Hello, all you lovely freedom people out there, and welcome to today's Fireside Freedom Chat. I'm your host, Bradley Freedom, and today's guest is uh, one of my favoriteest people in the whole world. Um, she is doing amazing work out in Southern California, beautiful things around homeschooling. Also, she shares that spirit of personal responsibility and taking personal responsibility um, to another level, uh, or <laughs> these days, really any at all is a freaking miracle. Her name is Alia Dare Chung, and we are super, super excited to have her on the show. Uh, really hope you enjoy the conversation just as much as I did. First things first, go ahead and text in homeschool to 844-992-FREE. That's 844-992-3733. Text in the word homeschool, and we'll send you out today's show notes. You can learn yourself a little bit more about what we talk about. Come on, let's go. she stays sleeping but hey that's real life if she doesn't that's real life it's all good that's what editing's for yeah right Uh, but yeah she's really good I mean she was 35 weeks so that's why we ended up emergency c-section well going to the hospital because our midwife legally can't until 36 weeks and then yeah found out she was doing lots of tumbles in there and had the cord wrapped four times and was breached so they're like we need to get her out how are you doing recovery wise uh i mean as good as i can i guess <laughs> my I first know, was like, an emergency c-section oh, really that's a rough yeah it's a rough recovery but my other two were home births so oh, oh yay so awesome. you can totally do it you just need a midwife who knows what they're doing is who's done it before but okay. yeah you can absolutely not do that again if you want to oh, and it works out good i know but i'm like how is rough. people Take good care of yourself okay yeah heal correctly well yeah that's the big thing is i i, I just want her to heal up you know what i mean because she it, that was pretty intense situation uh yeah well i didn't read anything about it because i didn't expect to go through it so i was like oh my god i don't know how women like choose to schedule that i'm like i don't either because <laughs> i had the labor pains i was like i'd rather have that because you have I to need- take care of yourself and then a baby like thankfully brad's amazing but i don't can't imagine yeah, I can't either. But just take good care and wait to move because I didn't wait and that was not worth it. Just wait until they give you clearance to like really start lifting things and doing things. Okay. Give yeah. yourself lots of grace. Yeah, I like that. A major abdominal surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so lots yeah. and lots of grace. Getting used to the house being a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly. It. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's not a permanent state. No, no, and I, it's 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 all good, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think, again, it, all things considered, it's a double miracle, baby, right? So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just super happy. Not sure how much you know. Did did you know? I, oh, I guess we haven't talked to her. I don't no. know why we would have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like, she was born five weeks early, um, <clears throat> but she was breech, uh, and had the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck four times. Yeah. So like she was like choking out and like, yeah, had her water broke, we probably would have lost baby because her feet would have went through the birthing canal and she would have been hung, you know, basically hung herself. That Um, wasn't even the bad part. It was just the fact that they knew we wanted a home birth and they definitely treated us differently in the hospital. I I have had experience with that and that's rough because my third, we had to go to the NICU from home. Oh, so I've, I've been there. I, I get it. It's yeah. a lot. Just, it's a lot. Also don't underestimate how much emotional recovery needs to happen from that experience. Cause if you don't, then it comes up later in really weird, not great ways. So yeah. just let yourselves heal. That was a lot. Yeah, for sure. It gave me a lot of motivation <laughs> to, to, uh, yeah. 
to change things. We're like, right? we want to start I our own hospital. Yeah, I'm like, well, and that's the thing is because we. If that's a thing, please do it. We just that's like it's become one of my biggest fears taking my kids to the hospital because navigating it safely oh, has no. become a real issue. Yeah, well, and that's and well, and the thing is, is that what we have is insurance companies that dictate Everything. medicine. Right, yeah. they're they are dictating what the what the treatments and the care is for patients. Well, and now we have legislators dictating medicine. So yeah, hooray for yeah. them! Yeah, and it's it's just nuts, right? And it's it's yeah. it's uh, um, there's there's no holistic um, component to it, right? Like me, I I I like I take the best of everything, right? Because I mean, again, it was it was a um, a, a modern technological miracle that baby mm-hmm. was born and they're both here safe and like perfect. Right. I mean, yes. all of that technology is amazing. And mm-hmm. I do call it modern technology and not modern medicine because I will argue the medicine part all day long. Right. Because to me, it's not medicine, what they do with their pills and all that stuff. It's not, yeah. um, that's more of a sick care Augmentation. system. Yeah. Right. Right. And then they just kind of keep you sick and they do these weird things, right. Put a bandaid on it. And, but it's not just a bandaid. It's a bandaid that's got side effects that like, you know what I mean? Oh well, if goodness, you use yeah. this bandaid, you might also get diarrhea and you're like, well, yeah. they, well, that are you, sucks. Are you like, having fallout from the meds <laughs> they gave you? Well, you okay? they diagnosed uh. me with preeclampsia, but the only symptom I had was like high blood pressure. And then I feel like they were Given the ones the that kept rising it because yes. they would come in more often and check it. And I couldn't go outside. And I was like, Oh my goodness. So yeah, they put me on these meds. Brad actually had to call 911 the other morning because the meds lowered it so low. Too low. Yeah. So then I just stopped taking the meds and I'm like, yeah, her lips doctor. were blue. You know what I mean? Like it was, I was just like, Oh, Jiminy Christmas. And just the day before we were at the doctor and she was yeah. explaining to the doctor, yo, this I'm is not, not right. It. Yeah. She's like, something's not right with this meds. And she knew it was the meds. We did. You know what I mean? And they just told yeah. her, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Go home. So Yeah. Because forget forget the patient. The patient doesn't matter in the process. No. Just numbers. It's wild, man. We're products. It's, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. I'm glad you listened to your intuition and stopped. Yeah. 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 They're trying to kill me. I think. <laughs> Well, we can't have these free-thinking people walking around. Yeah, no, not at all, right? Why? Well, <laughs> no, no, I mean, not. we can't have free thinkers or logical thinkers in any way. I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, there was just, it was just, um, yeah. some ne- negligible things on their part. But again, I, I, you know, people are like, just you should sue their butts, you know, and I'm just like, man, I'm not going to give them any more of my energy. Like they, yeah. they got a whole week, a whole six days of me pissed in their, in their prison. And, mm-hmm. and it was, and they kept, cause they, they repeatedly threatened us with CPS, right? Yeah. Calling CPS. Cause we were like, something wasn't right. It was just weird. The baby came out perfect, went right to breast feeding for 55 minutes in post-op. Congratulations. Like, like immediately. It was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever wonderful. seen. Right. I'm so glad she got that opportunity. Yeah. Not every family even gets that opportunity right after that's true it was it was and it was great and they're like oh man she's awesome she's doing so well they're like usually we would have to hold her for 24 hours because of her she's preemie you know and the whole situation she's then but the uh the nurses the head nurses there they were like but you know what we're only going to hold her for six hours and then we'll bring her to your room well 45 minutes an hour later they come run into the room to get me and say there's something wrong so I go to the to the thing and I don't know what's going on but anyway they just said we have to do all these things I was like okay whatever anyway we're getting discharged six days later and they come in and they say oh you mean no one three nurses come in and the head one of the floor is like oh no one no one told you oh wait no I I no oh no one told you I can't believe no one told you yeah actually so what happened is when she came into the NICU we gave her the wrong fluids. We put her on on sugar fluid and spiked her blood sugar. That's the reason she was there for the whole time. How cool is that? They told me as we're leaving. Yeah, as oh, we to bring guys, with I'm our so discharge sorry. paper, with our discharge paper, just right, of course. And it took forever and I, I know they were dreading that that and but by then I didn't care. I I was no, seriously, you want I wanted, you want I, yeah, I was like, dude, I'm, I'm in the clutches of the freaking belly of the dragon right? beast like, goddess. I'll say whatever I need to do. To yeah. Get fine. Yeah. High five. Yeah. You want me to stand on my head over here? Fine. What, what, yep. what, you know what yeah, I mean? They're exactly. like, feed your baby 45 milliliters and her stomach's like 20. And you're like, dude, I'm trying to jam. It's just, it was just, 
one thing after another and it was just it was a it was kind of a it was a thing i think the hospital will be started though because our midwife said that same week she had to transfer five and that's like she's never ever had to like transfer so many yeah Yeah. so they forced us into (laughs) situations i think and something good will come out of it Yeah, it's tackling fuel, right? Yeah. It's just more energy. Yeah. It's it's more again a reminder because I, I grew up homeo- homeopathic and I and um, and natural as much as much as you can, right? Again, it's the yeah. blending of both both worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, I I'm so grateful we had that technology because I might not have my baby or or my wife here. You know what I mean? But yeah. but you, that doesn't mean then you just go full full bore and say, okay, well now I'm going to eat all your Vicodin and all this stuff. And that's another thing they were pushing opiates in the, I, I know. and I was like, that's, yeah. that's, that's not, that's not cool. You don't push opiates, dude. We have an opiate fucking pandemic right now. You don't push opiates. What are you doing? And cause yeah. they were just, and they were trying to scare her into taking fucking drugs. Well, and dude. they won't let you do any, when you're in the hospital, they won't let you do any of the things that you no natural stuff doing to help with your pain. Right. How is your pain? Is yeah. your pain? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's She's good. amazing with the pain. Yeah. She didn't, but she just didn't want the opiates. She was no, like, I, I don't I like the way I, they feel. Yeah. She was like, I, I don't want to be high. Doses. I'm, I know. He kept like, giving me a guilt trip for not taking them. Yeah, right. I was like, "What?" Like, like I'm yeah. very confused. Usually, it's the other way, where it's like you know they're trying to not give you the pain pills. Now all of a sudden they're like, "Just yes, please, please." Maybe I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you guys are home and all three of you are safe. <laughs> and I'm so sorry you had that experience, but I've had two successful HBACs. Okay, cool. So two, okay. and I was like. I'm healthy, but they decided because I have a, a genetic condition that the when I our first baby we went like allopathic and they decided I was high risk from the beginning. So they predetermined the outcome. So even though I did everything to avoid it, they mm-hmm. did everything they could. And I had like a really our first birth was a really traumatic, crazy situation. I ended up with a goose egg on my head because they slammed me on the surgery table so hard. Oh, what? were so mad at me for fighting back and pushing back the entire time (sighs) that they got hostile with you oh yeah they physically i had a goose egg like this big oh oh, man Uh, my staples were twisted it was all kinds of crazy but but we healed from that experience we learned from that experience i am i like people will always say well at least you have a healthy baby and yeah that's great um, and you know, amazing. I'm so glad you guys are all well, but that almost like hurts to hear. Cause you're like, it still was a serious experience right. that we went through. Um, but we healed from that and I was able to have two incredible, empowering, redemptive home births that like my daughter, when she was born and it was so amazing that like, yeah, my daughter was born at home and it was wonderful. My son was born at home and all of my other babies crawled in the pool right after he was born. So his first touch, his first words, sounds, feels were all from the four of us in the birth tub together in our home. (laughs) So I had this, I had the awful, the, you know, I had all of that stuff and we came out on the other end. So it doesn't mean that you have to do that ever again if you don't want to, and it works out that way. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Those yeah. words of encouragement, because it's, uh, yeah, that that was definitely a concern, right? Because the well, the doctor said too, you know, no, you won't uh, be able to. Yeah, don't listen to that. No, I know, I I know better than <laughs> listen to those people. No, I, I mean, know. at this point, you're just like, bro, get out of here. I don't care what you say. I. It, <laughs> Not that I really cared before, but beautiful baby and rest and recover well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So this is uh, actually probably one of the coolest conversations um, we've had in a while, especially around this. Uh, Well, I mean, it just, I guess, to be fair, it just happened, right? So, but uh, I mean, our midwives are great. Oh, right. midwives are awesome. Our doula, else, really. our doula is awesome. Yeah. Midwives in general are such a gift. Oh, They're yeah. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. So, Allie, how do you how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Adir Chung or a, a, a dare? A dare. Like a dare. A dare. Yeah. I dare you. Yeah. Like I dare. I dare. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Awesome. Well, we'll just kind of um, like, I guess we can keep, we can start. I just want to kind of have you give an intro. Like, we'll, we'll, we can like, 
plug in all the, you know, the production, post-production, like intro and all that later, but like, yeah. just what we can, I'll, I'll just do this little bit right here and then we'll just have you introduce yourself and then we'll just, uh, I guess, keep going. I don't know why the, the first part was awesome. So I, I don't know why we would even omit that at all because that's so important. And again, I think mm-hmm. having, hearing you say that, um, not, not just for us, but for lots of other people would love to hear. Yeah. Well, know, maybe we could that's talk a success to other people story. and then chop it up into one or something. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. And if it's cool. help getting in touch with people, let me know. Cause I'm really close with our midwife oh, and she could absolutely okay. connect you. No, we would love that. Absolutely. And again, because this is a group effort, right? And that's what Mm -hmm. what we're really trying to do with all this is community driven. Um, And it's going to take all of us to, to come together. um, Because doing this individually, kind of trying to sporadically, it's I mean, it's just not really doing we have to all collectively come together and say, okay, we're not doing this anymore. And that's what I'm saying about, a ho- I don't, I know nothing about hospitals, but I know about natural care. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, 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 the point is, is I know who I'm looking for. And if I, if it has to be us, you know what I mean? That, that are the catalysts for this change because of this experience, whatever it's going to be, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it is, well, it's so about connecting. When you consider all. what fear and stress does to the human body, So just creating an environment that's meant for healing that is so fear and stress-based is so disconnected. Uh, Yeah, it's it's the antithesis of what you're trying to do. And in the meantime, until we get our own hospital, I'm going to start a little side hustle of birth kits, so to say. Of And if I have to put it in, like, hide it in a restaurant bag to sneak it into people, (laughs) I I don't care. (laughs) But just getting them, like prunes and lemon packets and you know natural magnesium we asked if we could bring magnesium in and they're like yeah we'll have our lab tested i was like oh my god i should have just lied yeah (laughs) and i with my youngest when we had to go to the nicu after the home birth he ended up being fine my our midwife was just in abundance of caution had us Mm -hmm. go um and then they literally told us they were keeping us until we liked hospitals one of the doctors (laughs) said that to us Oh it was God. insane, you guys. Insane. Um, but they, they, because we're in the NICU, I wasn't allowed to have food or water in there. And uh, you can only have two people. Now you can only have one. And the, I, I have been through enough medical experiences with my children at this point to know that I will never leave them unattended, not for a second. Smart. Um, in the, and it's unfortunate that I had to learn that the hard way. But like my, if my children are in care of someone, they're just never, they are never alone. So I could only eat or drink if I left the floor, like left Uh. my brand new baby. So they're starting to worry about jaundice and not enough diapers. And I'm like, how am I supposed to start making milk for him if I can't eat, drink or sleep? (laughs) Like tell me how that's supposed to happen. And I'm like, you know, if you're worried about this and this, we'll bring him back for this or that, but you need to discharge us if he's safe because we could, at that point we knew he was, he'd had every test under the sun and was healthy and gorgeous. And the biggest baby in the NICU they'd ever seen. Cause he was like nine and a half pounds. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, wow. Happy baby. Um, and I literally had to argue with the doctor. I was like, you're concerned he's not getting enough milk. My milk has not come in and you're not giving me food or water. How is my body supposed to make milk for him? And like had to get into this argument. So yes, sneaking in things that, that women need to be able to recover, to feed their babies, to make sure babies getting everything they need is so important. It is so ridiculous that they keep those things apart. And I just would walk down the hall and I'd see these other moms who were obviously like first time moms, maybe didn't have that, you know, and they're just the way it's set up. I'm like, those moms are being set up for, I don't want to say failure. That's not the right word, but set up for heartache, set Mm -hmm. up for not being able to breastfeed, set up for feeling, for second guessing every decision that they make. Um, second guessing every time their intuition starts screaming at them, the way it's set up, there's no way to avoid it unless you already know and come in with your armor on. And it just broke my heart. Yeah. It just completely broke my heart. But yeah, it's crazy that they don't let moms have like the things, the basic things you need. Um, and there's studies on all the things you just listed. Oh. There are studies, there are medical studies in the medical journals that say that all of those things are gentler on the system, gentler for baby, um, and more effective. 
prunes are more effective than the pills they want to give you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're gentler on the system. Like it's just so mind boggling to me, but yeah. yes, let's go ahead and you want to talk. I know we're going. Yeah, no, this is amazing. Yeah. No, today we're supposed to be talking about homeschooling, but I, I think we should talk, talk about homeschooling and all the freaking other amazing stuff. You know, well, I think here's the thing though. This is so important because this is the moment what we're talking about right now. This is the exact moment where parents don't tr stop trusting themselves. Mm -hmm. So even before they have their baby home, like this is happening when parents are going in for their, their pre, their prenatal checks, the way our system is created reinforces this idea, almost that parents are stupid and oh, I'm using yeah. air quotes cause that's not true, mm -hmm. but makes them think they have to rely on experts to tell them what to think, how to think, what to do, um, makes them feel like their own intuition and what, um, it's what gaslighting. It's sense. more gaslighting. Absolutely. But it happens this early. This is mm -hmm. when it happens. And by the time I families come to me and their kids are, you know, seven to 14 years old and they have suffered trauma from the system and the parents have have the parents almost it's almost like undoing Stockholm syndrome, like mm -hmm. to really get them to de-school and go through that process and realize that those natural instincts that they had in the very beginning, those common sense thoughts that popped up and were shot down, mm -hmm. that those were what they really need to rely on so that they can give their child everything that they know their child deserves and is capable of. So in talking about homeschool, this part is actually just as important because this is the moment when they start detaching you from that. Um, yeah, no, this so is like, they're very connected. Yeah. Well, and that's amazing what you that, do. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really cool. I, I, I love the work you do. Um, yeah. And like I said, we we're supposed to talk about homeschooling. We would talk about this and we'll talk about everything with our very special, amazing guest, uh, Ali Adair Chung. Hello, Ali. Thank you for joining Hello. us. You want to tell everybody who you are a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So my name is Ali. I am a Southern California girl, which is kind of an iffy, iffy place to be from now. Um, <laughs> used to be the best. <laughs> it used to be, used to be. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I am a second generation homeschooler, um, mother to three wonderful wildlings is what I call them. I'm married to my best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, and I work to empower parents, um, in, especially when they're starting their homeschooling journey. I've been working with homeschooling families, um, for about a decade and I've worked with hundreds of families at this point, um, and that's really what I'm passionate about is in getting parents informed, following their intuition and empowered to do what's best for their unique kids. Yeah, that's really cool. That's awesome. Right on, right on, right on. So how long have you been doing it? Um, so I've been working with homeschoolers for over a decade now. Um, I decided to start my own business this past year. Um, <laughs> During the 2020 during 2020, it honestly, what triggered it was the CDC regulations that came out for schools. So this was back in, um, was it May? It was back in May last year. CDC came out and said, okay, our schools are going to need to, you know, separate math. Like when they came out with that very first list and I was like, and I just got a deluge of people needing help and seeking help. And I was like, that's it. I, can't I I'm like I have to get to more people and support more people and figure out a way to be that stepping stone into what's possible for them um and at the time I was working within the charter system in California and I realized I just wasn't going to be able to make the impact with the restraints that that puts on me so started yeah. my own thing yeah well congratulations that's actually uh freaking amazing um I I really love when people um well, we do here anyway at the Freedom People. It's kind of what we're trying to do, right? And the Freedom Podcast mm -hmm. is just take action, right? Like yeah. instead of complaining about it or something like that, you know what? Nah, we'll just, we'll build our own. We'll do our own thing then. No, that's okay. Yes. I don't agree. And and again, that's, that's where like peaceful um, resistance, peaceful dissonance, peaceful, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Protesting. And it's really just, but again, it, it's, it, it doesn't have to be that you go out and you protest against something. And I think that that's yeah. um, uh, where we all kind of sometimes get caught up when we're we kind of trying to fight what we don't want instead of trying to build what we do want. Right. Exactly. Well, and that's what I love about what you guys are doing, because I've been feeling and talking to people a lot about how it's time to just create our own economy. Yeah. It's time to just, you know, say, look, we see what you're doing. We see where you're at and 
Um, not, not that we're going to stop fighting, but at the same time, I'm going to start focusing on making sure that this generation and the upcoming generation have a solid option. They yeah. have something they can go to and do. And we can stand because we stand instead of standing against, we stand together. I think we're going to be even more powerful. Amen, sister. That's what I've been. Yeah, Axel, that's what we're all about. And and we're right there with you. And that's where it's like I've been saying it for many years. That bike's broken. That system is broken. It's busted. It's like rusted. It's like you're not you're not fixing that. It's like and again, and I and I love talking to everybody and anybody. It's just me. I'm more of, okay. I I personally don't see, and because of my, you know, I'm not that old, but I have been old enough to see many, or not many, but five presidents come and go and all the elections mm-hmm. in between and all that crap, and not one thing's changed, right? Since Reagan, it's only gotten worse. And so, again, mm-hmm. you're not voting it in, you're not voting it out. You know, this is, um, yeah. So, I, and, and again, it's just, it's, it's inspiring to meet people like you, Right. For, uh, because it's, then it's like, okay, cool. It gives you more, more jet fuel. You know what I mean? More of this like yes. tackling fuel, like, okay, I can keep going. Cause there's are more people and we can do this. Like we were saying with hospitals, yeah. I know, I don't know anything about hospitals. I know that what, what type of environment I want to raise my child. And I know what type of environment I want her to go to in case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. So let's figure yes. that one out. And I know surgeons, I know surgeons who are being the surgeons and doing the surgeon thing who hate the mask and they know it's all BS, but they need yeah. their job. And it's like, well, okay. So there's got, there's enough of us who are, and especially after this last year, who do not trust the pharmaceutical companies anymore. I mean, and I don't know why people would in the first place, especially when it's well, all about profit. Say, it's almost like <laughs> the trust, assuming there should be trust is kind of a problem to start with. There's trust is something that should always be earned. You have to demonstrate you, that you are trustworthy. Yeah. There's a reason. So there's like assumption that we should all be trusting what's happening is one of those things that drives me nuts. But that's also why something like homeschooling has become so crucial because raising critical thinkers is one of our best defenses. It's one of the most pro thousand percent can be doing right. Oh my goodness. That because that's, that's, that's what we're in this position for. I believe one of the biggest problems we've, we've bred generations now of of repeaters, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Little repeater people, regurgitators. They, they don't, because I mean, but that's how school was. That's why I quit school. Cause I hated school. Cause I, I, I love to learn. I love learning. Yeah. I, I love consuming new information. You know, I've just always been that way. And so, I mean, that's why I could do lots of stuff. Cause I just wanted to learn. And I was just blessed enough to be born into the age of information with the internet. Yes. Holy crap. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? When I was yeah. like, you know, a kid, the internet, here we go. You know what I mean? I'm 15. The internet's like here rocking, you know what I mean? And I'm like consuming all kinds of stuff. Right. So, but that's not what school was about at all. So I was out of school at 15. You know what I mean? I was like, Psh, yeah. later. Nah, uh-uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as I could. And I was already working construction and stuff. So I had a job and it was just like, it was, there was no way I could learn 10 times more on my own. Yeah. One of, you know, one of the things, so I love history. I love studying history. I think it's fascinating to look yeah. at the different perspectives of every time. And we have butchered history by teaching it in little sound bites in, in the school system instead of in its like totality. Entirely, yeah. But uh, what you just said, and if you look back in history, some of our greatest minds, our most prolific thinkers have been people who didn't fit in school. Yeah, no. Yeah. When I think about that, it part of it hurts my heart because I think about how how many kids who could have been that and were, you know, slowed down. Yeah. By the system A thousand were, percent. You know, were turned off to learning so much because you look at the statistics about like, you know, Americans, very, very few Americans have read a book in the last six months. Yeah. Which is crazy. You got a lot of time on your hands. (laughs) What else y'all doing? It was something like less than 10% or something like that. I I can't remember. I'm going to have to get that actual stat, but, um, of course that's true. When you have put them through an education system that makes education so painful and so and reading uh, crap, it's not exciting, right? Yeah, yeah, it's completely inauthentic. Of course, you are going to um, create people who do not have any desire to seek new information. And like you said, devour the information and then take action on it. Do right, things. Right. Um, you know, we get to a place a lot of times when families start homeschooling, they have to go through this de-schooling process. And in the beginning, their kids do not want to do anything. They mm-hmm. don't want to come out and say, I want to learn this. I want to learn that because they associate all of those actions with painful work. 
right? (laughs) Boom. Absolutely. You say, what do you want to learn? And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not answering that question because they have such negative associations with that. And so it's something you really have to work at, um, work at de-schooling, working at getting them to a place where they can really love learning. And then it's incredible what happens from there. Yeah. Man, amazing. I made this and this is just such awesome stuff. I love I love talking to you, Allie and anybody else all you listeners out there. What I want you to do is I want you to text in the word homeschool to 844-992-free. That's 844-992-3733. And we're going to send you out today's show notes later on. And we can get a little bit more um, in depth with what Allie's talking about, because I think that that's a big pro, um, uh, a big uh, gap that we can fill is, is mm-hmm. education because people don't know. I mean, not just like, like the, the birthing stuff we're talking about, but the homeschooling, I mean, all these different options because the, and I, and I dare to say opposition, but there's this, this other side that just wants to kind of make everybody, um, a, again, a regurgitator and not a free thinker mm-hmm. and not, not, not ingenuitive people, right? Not creators yeah. and, and builders. And, and now everybody's, they just, again, but this is a, and, and it's just, it's played out, but it's this socialist communist kind of yeah. uh, regime thing that's happening now that's being sold to everybody and and look what's happening the, these these stimulus packages what these are are inner universal basic income that's just being implemented yep. that people aren't really right and again that's why i'm saying the education and that's why i think these talks that we have are mm-hmm. are so freaking important and and how we connected and found i don't know but that's where you just have to keep this going and this connections yeah. Yeah. Well, the way I found you guys is because I was looking for, I was looking to see if something existed, like a directory where we could find each other. Oh, yeah. I was going to make it myself. And then I found (laughs) you and I was like, there we go. Wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There are, there are more of us out there than we realize. Yes. And when we connect, powerful things happen. But, you know, going back to what you're saying about just the massive social shifts we've seen and the, Um, in the social narrative, so much of that goes back to our education system. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the history of our education system, which I highly encourage every parent to do, Mm -hmm. I think it's really, really important. A lot of the fears and worries that people have about going into homeschooling are based in um, products of a system that wasn't designed for your children. (laughs) So the more you understand the system and why their standards, who created the standards, what the standards were created for, um, you know, why it's why they're in school for the hours they're in school for, you know, once you understand all of that and why it was created, who created it, you know, all of that stuff, it's a lot easier to let mm-hmm. go of that and really focus on what's important. What's important is the growth and development of our children. Um, oh. And if you need, you know what, just a suggestion, if you want a place to start the book, The Underground History of American Education by John Taylor Gatto, okay. which is a very tough book to find. Um, it often it? gets banned by our big booksellers. Yep. So you have to grab it when it comes up. I Anytime I see it, I grab a bunch of copies and then I give them to whoever needs them. There you go. Um, I love it. But that's a really great place to start um, but because the more we understand, the more power we have. Totally. Totally. The, the manipulation and the, um, the control over what is being fed to our children and, and, through again, these past generations to create them to what they are. I don't think that the the general population really knows. Well, and I, and I don't know, like you said, I, I, there are more people that I do believe, of course we're informed, but the, the, the opposition narrative is so strong. And especially when they, when you control all the airwaves and then now they're any dissenting voices, they're just censoring you now. So now there's no more freedom of speech. Now we're, we're in a really, really slippery place, right? And that's where, yeah. again, we can be in a slippery place or we cannot, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's an immediate thing. It's just a decision to say no. And you step aside exactly. and you are no longer in that game anymore. We're mm-hmm. no longer under your rules. And there is this thing and it's called common law. It's called God's law. You, We have these natural, in, innate, inalienable, inalienable rights that we yes can just, we are of the land, leave mm-hmm. me alone. Don't try to. And, and, but again, we are constantly voting into the system and paying attention to it. Right. And it's like your blue side, red side, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, and once we can really educate people just a little bit yeah. more and just say, yo, 
there's options. Not only there's options, but that is where your freedom is. You mm-hmm. are not a free person. You're an indentured servant right now. If yeah. we could really help you to, to kind of understand that, you know. So I, one question that I love to ask, I, I, it's, it's probably, yeah, it's my favorite question to ask is, what does freedom mean to you? Uh, freedom means that I get to live and I get, uh, my family gets to live in a way that allows them to meet their fullest potential and be their happiest selves. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not sure we had such an eloquent answer yet. Uh, most oh, people. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's Cause I was homeschooled at the end of high school. Guys. Yeah. Jump on the Boom. There you go. <laughs> well, and that's real, man. You know, like I have 17 nieces and nephews, right. And, and some were homeschooled and I can just tell you, I mean, it's, I mean, but look at it again, it just, it doesn't take uh, a rocket scientist to understand that it's, it's mm-hmm. okay. You have one on one versus 30 on one. Or, you know, yeah. one on 30, I guess, is the other, right? I mean, one trying to teach 30. And I mean, again, and, and it's not in their interest to teach your child, right? But, it, and it, I know we talked about this last time is, is like, so even if it's like someone like you, you're a homeschooler, right? We can have, if you were in our neighborhood, right? Or in our community, mm-hmm. we have HDC, holistic development communities, whatever, right? But say you're in our community, you're, you're the teacher of the block or whatever, and you teach 10 kids, right? But it's like yeah. those 10 kids and we're, we pay you directly, like mm-hmm. to cut out that's the whole how, middleman. Yeah. Just before the common schools started, yeah. before the institutionalization of schools started, that's exactly what communities did. They came together. They hired a teacher, the parents. And here's the thing. The bigger part of that is that the parents had a direct relationship with the teacher and what was happening in the classroom. Right. It was a partnership in the community. Yes. It was a, a conversation together. And I think that's another thing. You know, they have so they because they're exploiting the biggest fear when it comes to educating our children, the health of our children, that we will screw up our children in some way or prevent them from having something. Mm, You know, mm. that's one of the biggest fears that parents have. And when you do something off the narrative, they really, really tap into that fear and say, oh, Mm. but if you don't follow the path, then all these things. But we have so much research that shows us that that's not the case, Right? not the case at all. Homeschoolers outperform academically. They're happier. They have less social emotional issues. They're more engaged in their communities. They've read books. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think, Um, I think it's the, so you're right. And well, and us as people, like as humans, we're, we're naturally um, curious and we we like to explore and we like to learn and grow right it's like and it actually feeds you and that that was something i you know i i come from a broken home you know no father all this stuff and like a lot of people you know and and i i never ever used anything like that again that's just the way i am i uh, mm-hmm. no excuses i i don't give a crap what it is you know what i mean cuz and it's just because i was i was able to see other people who had it a lot worse than i did mm-hmm. you know as far as people would say but didn't let anything like that even touch them. You know what I mean? Like it was, they were, came from way worse situation. Way, right, right. No freaking legs. This dude has no legs and he's making shit happen. You have nothing to complain about. Right. So, so right. Just, so yeah, yeah growing up, growing up like that, it was, um, I, and I kind of lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was going to say. I, you uh, know what? It's it, okay. But it doesn't matter. But what It'll come back. It's so important is that like, um, Because the other thing that's happening in our school system is that there's a huge disparity based on the kind of family you come from, based on the economic status of your family, based on the color of your skin. In our institutionalized schools, that does have an indicator of the outcome you're going to have. Mm -hmm. In homeschool, that is not the case. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't matter if your parent has a PhD or if they barely graduated high school, the homeschoolers are still rocking it academically in the workplace with their families. Um, And so I think, but that mindset of, um, because also our school system focuses so much on what you don't do well, right? If you're struggling in reading, we're going to double up on your reading, right? You're struggling in math. We're going to double up on your math. So you're spending most of your time doing things that you don't like challenging for you yeah. when in reality, yeah, exactly. When in reality, if you can strengthen those other things, you'll pick up the skills you need for those things to get finer for those. Um, right. And for, right. And to create a craft of your own or, or, or a, 
um, you know, everybody's signature, human signature print of their lifetime is so different from each other. And we should celebrate that difference. But again, yeah. and that's kind of what I was trying to get before I lost my little train and went doot, 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 somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where that guy went. But I anyway, get our way back around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, well, they're, they're, they stomp out any sort of, right? Again, it's just all yeah. you do is you, well, you get good grades. Limits. Right. Well, that and, like, and they. they Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The pound. Right. Exactly. And they, and they, and they also, you get graded for, for how well you can repeat things and things of that sort. Right. Again, repeaters. So it's, there's no, it's not about going and exploring, right. Hey, go out and explore this. And that's again, something that homeschooling allows, I I feel is much more of the exploration. Right. And especially Mm -hmm. when it's your mom or someone, you know, and again, and if it's a small group and community, that's, that's again, this is where we talked about is, yeah. I believe our, our, our biggest chance, our greatest chance is decentralization, right? Mm-hmm. That's again, we have this huge yep. white house somewhere on the East coast that's supposed to like dictate everything for everybody. It's so archaic and old school. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like basically having a King, you know what I mean? It's like, and you have yeah. to kiss their butt and do what they say. And it's just like, eh, nah, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I think I'll try some. <laughs> So, well, I have another question for you, though. I do have some yeah. questions. I, I, yeah, we'll just talk all day, which is great. Yeah, uh, I think we could. <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, yeah. I mean, but this is again, this is when when you find people that you have like these core mm-hmm. values with, right? And I call them values, not beliefs, because beliefs can change and things like that. But these Absolutely. values we have somewhere, and freedom is something that is a common thread. And and without freedom, what do we have? You know what I mean? It's it's like what really it that's that's our foundation. If we don't have a foundation of, of freedom and the ability to explore and the ability to open free information, right. And the mm-hmm. ability for discourse, right. Civil discourse and to be able to, to look at two, you know, composing or, um, contradictory, you know, facts or contradictory mm-hmm. viewpoints and say, okay, I can choose which ones rest for me. Whereas now yeah. again, with the censorship and stuff, they're just nixing all that stuff. So, which really means that your entire life is chosen for you. Yeah. Right. Because once you, once you get rid of choice, then, um, then it's, it's done. Yeah, well. <laughs> Every step that comes before you is already chosen for you. Right. Exactly. And, and again, that takes out the, the excitement of anything, right? Yeah. If you already, I mean, if you knew the outcome of the book or the movie of life, like the purpose of life to grow, to explore, explore to yes, question, right? That's certainly something that's missing in these systems. Like, you know, not allowed we, to question anything. Yeah, no. Well, it's funny. So sometimes this bites you in the butt. I'm just going to warn you. You're brand new dad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just let you know. You got to be prepared for this. Okay. We encourage that in our children, and I always will. But occasionally, they because they get smarter than us real quick. Oh right? man, I'm I'm in trouble <laughs> so, for sure. Um. Yeah. So they start questioning and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that they do. But sometimes I'm like, oh, you're out thinking me here. (laughs) We have to redeem our own education through our children's homeschooling. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. That's going to be an interesting one when she starts like, you know, outsmarting kind of, you know, um, and that's good. It's a beautiful thing when, when you see little kids, like minds kind of start to turn. Right. Like I said, I, I've, I've been around kids my whole life or whatever. And so you get to watch them kind of grow up and they start to put things together. You know what I mean? Yes. Like shit's a bad word, but is holy shit a bad word? You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, is that a bad thing? You know, cause it's holy, right? So, 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 like, <laughs> like so trying to understand. <laughs> also they see things so much clearer than we do. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's pretty, that's an, you know, I'm sorry, I'm bringing it back to homeschool, but that's another one of those beautiful things that when you don't homeschool, you miss is really getting to see at how your children's thinking develops and get to hear them grow and get the get to be there for those light bulb moments. It is such an incredible gift. Such yeah. an incredible oh, gift. Absolutely. And and don't be sorry about talking about homeschooling because that's what we're here to talk about. We're here <laughs> yeah. to talk about well and, and 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 I mean so so for you like and again it, it's not even really for you. I um I guess in your personal experience, what is the uh I guess the most freeing part or your, your, your favorite part about what you're creating with, uh, the conscious family project? Oh, that is such a good question. The, the favorite, my favorite part is the outcomes. Mm -hmm. It's seeing what's happening to these families, seeing the shifts that these families are going through families who have kids who were 
you know, especially kids who had IEPs or were considered gifted in school and were struggling or struggling with bullying or just not getting what they need. And that permeated their home. It became, it always, this happens so frequently. Sure. It becomes everything about the family's life gets wrapped around these issues, these learning struggles, behaviors, whatever it is. Yeah. You have to get tutors, you're, you're fighting through homework. It just permeates their entire life. And then once they go through my courses or coaching, they come out on the other end and they are having game nights as a family and everyone's getting the sleep they need and they're happy during the day and they're starting to connect with a kiddo that they used to only fight with. And um, the family is starting a business or starting a garden or going on a trip in the middle of the week or um, visiting dad at work. Like seeing the massive shifts that happen in the relationships of the families that go through what I offer and seeing the growth in my kid, the kid, I call them my kids. They're not my kids. I just love them all. (laughs) No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But seeing, you know, a kiddo who's been struggling, I'm air quoting this, but struggling with reading for years and goes three grade levels in two months. Right. You know, because they finally are getting, we put the right key in. right? Right. Um, which again, doesn't happen when you have this centralized, you know, these, right. No, it can't best teacher in the world with the biggest heart in the world. You're not going to do that with 30 kids in the room or 50 kids or however many, I mean, and you know, I hold three teaching credentials, right? I taught in the schools. I, I was homeschooled. I saw the massive difference it made in my own family, especially with my sister who had learning struggles. And, you know, they were like, Oh, she'll be lucky to graduate high school. And she has, she makes monsters for movies. Like, <laughs> she's incredible. Yeah. She's always been incredible, but it really, you know, seeing the magic that happened once we started homeschooling, I was like, I'm going back into the system. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to change it. We're going to do this. And that was not, I realized very quickly, that's just not physically possible with the, the way the system is set up. And I knew just by working with parents, I knew that the answer to all of these issues in our education system and what's happening in our social climate, our political climate, the answer is in parents. Uh-huh. The answer is in empowering our parents. Because when our parents are empowered, when they have the information, when they trust their intuitions and they do what's best for their families... Mm-hmm. The world changes. Sure. When parents are happy, when kids are happy, when families are connected, when people are are going after what they're passionate about and feel fulfilled and seen, that changes the world. So I just I was like, that's it. I'm done. I gotta work with them. <laughs> I have to work with the parents. Um wow. because I can't oh. change the world from inside the system. But I can change it. I, I can change it by empowering parents to change it in their homes. Right. That is where we have the biggest impact. And I just so many parents come, you know, they even considering homeschooling makes them so nervous because of all the things we've been told about the right. system. Right. The oh, of course. Fear. System. False evidence right. appearing real. Fear, fear, Absolutely. fear, fear, Absolutely. fear, fear. But I, I could give you thousands of examples of just straight miracles that have happened Mm. when parents have made this switch, when they have taken, when they have stepped into their power and taken the initiative to do what's best for the unique and beautiful children they've been entrusted with the miracles that happen. I can't there, we would need a whole nother day of a show just to go into just the pure magic that happens. And every single parent, regardless of whether or not you were a good student or a bad student, regardless of if you love math or hate it, regardless of if you're working or not. um, Every parent has the ability to do this because at the end of the day, there's nobody in this world who has more of a stake in the outcome of your child's life than you do. do. Duh. It's It's right. Well, and that, but, and, and, and I'm, I kind of, and I kind of make that argument across the board, your health, Mm -hmm. your, I I mean, pick one. Like your, your finance, like who, who you, you do it again. And that's where like having this self-reliance and responsibility, something yes. that people just, it's not ingrained in us anymore. Somewhere we, we lost that in our, in our American culture. <clears throat> like I was raised on a ranch. And so I, you know, again, I was just raised um, to be independent and hardworking mm-hmm. and I don't really like handouts. I, 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 you know, keep your stuff. I, I just, I kind of want to do my thing and it's, yeah. it's much it's so, it's so empowering, you know, and once you can start and, and once people can take that first, you know, and that just that first step, cause it, it's like, Oh my God, it's a cliff. But once you step off, you realize it's just a curb. It's just a curb. Yeah. 
It wasn't a cliff. It's a curb. All is well. More beautiful than you can imagine. It's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You were just stepping down right up, up, up towards your next like level of freaking into the stairway to heavens, man. Like, and it's like, but again, it's because then once you do that one, that that first step, then it becomes addicting, right? Because it's that rewards you want to talk about feeling good, do something for yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. make the right choice, you know, make a better healthy choice for yourself, make, make a more independent choice for yourself. Even if it's not healthy, even if you're like, I'm eating all that fucking cupcake, I don't care. You know what I mean? But at least (laughs) say you did it right. And take that responsibility. And I I think that that's a, well, and the, that's authentic reward. That's authentic reward. And so much of the system is created on inauthentic reward, which is why people feel unfulfilled. That's why our kids have such severe anxiety disorders and mental health issues, because we are literally staking their entire lives on these inauthentic rewards. Who cares as an adult, who has asked you when you started reading? Have you ever been in a job (laughs) interview where they're like, you know what, you're great. You have all the qualifications, (laughs) but first let me know. When did you start walking? When did you start reading? Three. We're going to test that. We're going to, you're sorry. You were three years old. Oh, we've, we've created this culture (laughs) where we put so much pressure on inauthentic reward that authentic reward seems strange and feels unfamiliar. But once you step into that and you feel it and you're like, Oh my goodness, I can actually feel, feel something positive for something I've done. Yeah. And yeah. Really feel fulfilled yes. in that moment. Yeah. yeah it's and again, and there to me, there these arbitrary <laughs> markers with kids. Mm-hmm. We're just putting these arbitrary markers and things and saying, "Oh, you're not. Oh, you didn't do this by then. Well, then you might." And again, back to what you said earlier, our brightest minds weren't because they were of the system. If you don't yeah. understand, they were against the system. Against mm-hmm. you, I mean, again, because the system, these systems that like have domain over the human population at the current time it's not yeah. about that it's about control right yes. it's it, it, and they the the last thing they want is is free thinking the last thing they mm-hmm. want is is dissenting voices because free thinking is dissenting voice because if you're like wait why again that exactly. one word why that very irritating thing when you have like a two-year-old why 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 or no right but again be that two-year-old why why yep why, why are we doing this? Like, again, and it's just um, this last 2020 really, uh, wow, it was eye-opening for me how, how many how many people would just go along, not not a problem, not not even questioning. Well, there's such a there's such a carrot and stick situation in our education system. Mm-hmm. You are either sitting quietly and doing exactly what you're told and are a good student. Or you are bad. Yeah, right. And there's no kind of, right. You have to follow everything they say, or then you're just a rebel, right? And that's kind of what it was. Like I, as a kid, I was the bad kid because I wouldn't sit still. I just, I had so much energy and stuff. You know what I mean? I'm, and they, there's studies about interesting a young boy having energy, (laughs) not wanting to just sit there all day. Like medicate him, medicate him. Yeah. Ritalin, put him on Ritalin. Yeah. There's something wrong with him. He's a seven year old boy and he is moving. Stop it. (laughs) That's not natural. That's not how they're designed. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And that's it, right? I mean, what happens if you let kids climb trees before you sit down to try to teach them something? Well, let them, right. And let them, right. And kind of like you were saying, you know, giving the test on while they're doing their bike, right? They're they're riding their bike around. Do do that. Or while they're climbing the tree, let's talk about like, you know, things about trees and apples or whatever. You know what I mean? Math and spelling and reading, you know, all these. I mean, have you ever noticed how when a child is, is fully invested in their play, they come up with the most interesting questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when yeah. they'll ask, but why does the wind blow from this direction to that direction? Yeah. Something you may not have ever realized they noticed. Yeah. That's and that's because our brains require, especially our little guys, but adults too, they require time of of introspection of calm to be able to really absorb all the thoughts and the things that are going on in our, our world. And so this pace that is set by participating in the system where you wake up, you, you grab a quick breakfast, you rush out the door, you get to school, they're going from class to class, 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 they get 15 minutes to play, then they get 20 minutes for lunch. Don't talk to anybody, do it quick run. (laughs) Right. And then you pick up the kids as fast as you can get them to their after school activities, run home to do homework. Then everyone's exhausted, goes to sleep and you just keep this like cycle going. Mm. There's no time. There's no time to think. There's no time to consider what you're seeing. Um, And that's especially true of our children. So that's why we have third graders who are completely burnt out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Who never want to read again. Yeah. And what is going is on? That's just sad. So, it's so sad. It's so wrong. Um, but it's also, I can, I can have empathy for the families who are in it because there's literally no time, no time to feel into it, to think about what's, what you're seeing, even though your child is crying every time you sit down to do homework with them that's, you just don't have time to process that you keep going. And I hope that this, if anybody is in that situation, Mm. please take this moment to cancel something and sit and really reflect on what you're seeing in your children, what you're seeing in your family. And if what you're seeing is really what you want for your family to remember life as. Wow. Because that right there will be your guiding light for what you should be doing next. Wow. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And I love that call to action, you know, and, and again, if anybody is really wants to go deeper into what we're doing, I would just employ you to right now go freaking text in to 844-992-FREE. That's 844-992-3733 and receive today's show notes from Allie um, or with Allie anyway. And we, we, we got to get this information out. Right. And, mm-hmm. and again, and that's where we're going to create, and there's other ones out there and we're just going to be another, another node in the hub, if you will. Right. And it's just another node of, Hey, here's more information that's, mm-hmm. that is, um, maybe contradictory to what you may have been fed your entire life. Right. And again, this yeah. is, you got to wake up from the matrix. You got to wake up in the matrix, I guess, you know, wake up from the, it's just wild. It's just, it's, um, uh, the control. But again, it's all based on fear, false evidence yeah. appearing real. It's all based on fear that again, it's like, I'm jumping off a cliff. And then you jump off and it's like a curb and you're like, Oh, yep. well, I, I put a parachute on to, to, to step off a curb. You know what I mean? It's like kind of ridiculous. But Yeah. Well, and don't let the information overwhelm you to stop. I feel like that's something too, that has come from our system and, um, that we're so used to people parsing things out for us. Like these are the reasons the war happened. This is what, you know, telling you exactly breaking it down into tiny chunks that when we're presented with full rich information, we often have a tendency to shut down because we haven't gone through that de-schooling process yet. And I just want to encourage everybody that the power that releasing of fear and the empowerment is just on the other side of that overwhelm. So take that information, take it in, embrace it because your power is just on the other side. Oh, beautiful message. Beautiful message. That is act that is like one of my favorite messages. I'm trying to give you some applause here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I should have been hitting this button the whole time, but again, it's been just such like a, a an engaging conversation, you know. I'm not trying to push any buttons and stuff. We want to get fluff. We'll do the fluff later. Uh, it's all go. just good juice information here. So, so what sort of, uh, what, what sort of services do you offer at the conscious family project? So I have courses for families that are getting started in homeschooling or have been at it for a while and it's just not quite fitting yet. Um, I've got courses and then I also offer coaching. Um, and I have a couple of really cool things coming down and working with other freedom people on some yes. new products for, uh, for families coming up to help with co-ops and community creation um, and curriculum. So there's a lot coming, but if you want to get started, come come find me and I will get you on the right path. Yeah, no, at, well, I mean, since, yeah, since you say it, how, how, how can people find you? That's probably the most important so, thing. Yeah, so you can find me um, at aliadarechung.com or if you're on social, I am on Instagram at Conscious Family Project. We'll see how much longer I'm on there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and again, and we're we're in this this uh, space right now where if if you're not being canceled, then 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 you're doing something wrong, <laughs> right? Or or you're not of the consciousness that we're talking about. It, it's it's getting a little crazy, crazy out there. You know what I mean? Like. Um, I, and again, that's why we just have to focus on starting our own and these little exactly. decentralized communities and groups. And, you know, for the longest time, I've always been like, well, I'm going to and I am we'll have our own little community kind of thing. But again, it, this is an idea that needs to, yep. to, to be spread across all communities. Right. And again, mm-hmm. contributionalism within your own comp, uh, with your own company, with, within your own community. Right. Your local yes. community and everybody contributes and everybody can. It, but you have to have that 
that transparency, something that there's mm-hmm. no way you're going to get from a institution or multiple institutions, whatever, that are losing $30 trillion a year in your taxpayer yeah. money, right? It's just, I mean, if, if you lost $30 trillion or a trillion, maybe you might know about it, right? I mean, I haven't checked mm-hmm. my bank account last time, but <laughs> if I lost a trillion, I'm probably pretty much pretty sure I'd, I'd remember, I'd know, or <laughs> I'd realize. Uh, so again, just doing all this, this is the best, um, uh, this is what I believe, or we believe, I guess, is um, it, it's it's what we can do right now. It, and I mm-hmm. it, th- obviously, it's the most dangerous thing because that's where they're, and of course, freedom of speech, right? And the freedom of speech is, is number one, and no, we have number two, which is the guns. And again, I'm not a violent person, but the reason we have two is to protect one. And we're yep. really close. And, and again, it, it's it's a scary place to be, right? Um, mm-hmm. um, but, and, and again, it's not, I, I, I don't want to fight anything. I, I want to build what I want. Create. I, yes, yeah. exactly. I want to create, I don't want to, I don't want to destroy or fight. And it, it is really kind of that, that split where we're at, right? It's like you choose left, you choose right. And it's really, are we choosing fear or are we choosing love? Cause it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can be in complete fear, wear this mask, do everything they tell me to, or I can trust in God or the light of universe or whatever you want to say. And yeah. I can follow that, which is love and, mm-hmm. and excitement and joy, right? Because if you're not in fear, then you're in joy and we're, then we're creating, we're building beautiful things and beautiful humans, right? I don't even like that term anymore, the hue of man, but anyway, but like children, <laughs> we're, we're raising these amazing children who then are free thinkers, right? And we're amazing, amazing people. They're going to quote a be people people's right and so yeah and and I, just i i can't tell you how how honored i am again to have you here uh, and to now know you and stuff and we'd like to keep this conversation going please i i don't even know i would how long. love to i do want to say one more thing if yep, any as of many what things you, you just like. said resonates with any of your listeners yeah. you have to leave the system you have to leave the education system it's unfortunate but you have to make a different choice because our kids are being taught very different things about um, what freedom means, mm. what it means about you, if that's something you value, where they're, they're even teaching a different, different, um, they're, they're teaching differently why the Second Amendment exists, even though the reason it exists is a factual, you know, it's, there's plenty of documentation to prove why it exists. It's being taught differently. And if you don't know 100% of what is happening in your child's classroom, um, if you can find out, find out. But if any of those things resonate with you, it's time to break free. It's time to jump off that curb Um, because (laughs) we are not going to be able to maintain any semblance of freedom and creativity and creativity in our culture um, if if we don't basically choke out that system and let it let it go. I know for a lot of parents, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was the sex education getting younger and younger as well. But just well, for and the fact that you can't like there's the, the like you said, you don't know what's going on in those classrooms and you're not allowed to record it. And I don't know if you remember all that kind of stuff with this, yep. like the teeth in the beginning, they were like, you know, we don't want our stuff recorded. And it, that's just it. Yeah, that sounds ultra creepy, doesn't it? I mean, to anybody else, isn't that a little fucking suspect? There's a a difference right now in people who believe that that children belong to the state, belong to the community, belong to the government, or children belong to their families. And you've got to pick a side. It's time to pick a side, and you need to pick a side, and you need to live out picking that side. Freaking uh, heck yes. Amen, sister. That's what yeah. I'm talking about, man. Yeah. And it's, it, it, we are at that point. I mean, we are. It, there's no more fence sitting. There's yeah, no more fence sitting. And it's, un- it can be uncomfortable to take that leap. And, you know, that is what I'm here to help with. That's why I created what I created, because I know it feels uncomfortable to step in. People always say, I'm not patient enough to homeschool. I'm not credentialed. Mm. I, I don't know how to teach. I'm not a doctor. I can't <laughs> teach my five-year-old. <laughs> But none of those, none of those things have any bearing in the success. And you absolutely can do this. I have seen every type of family you can imagine, every color, every creed, every economic status, every temperament have success in this. You can do it. You absolutely can. And it's, yeah, time to get off the fence. I'm so excited to go all the way through, but the homeschooling like a pro is amazing you go through yeah philosophy how we learn how to plan 
it's yeah really everybody's got to go check that out yeah. and again yeah if you text into that number we gave you a couple times we'll give you again uh 844-992 free if you text in homeschool or home yeah i like homeschool yeah type yeah send it uh, send us in homeschool to 844-992-3733 and we're gonna drop give you link. send out yeah we'll drop you a link to where you can find all this information also you'll be able to see Allie's information where to find her where to see this kick-ass stuff she's got going on because this is again um it, it, time is of the essence mm-hmm. <laughs> like like it's time for action now it it uh, it, it was a long time ago. We're we're already like you know in the belly of the dragon. We've got a we got a lot of work to get back out. And again, our freedoms. Once we lose those freedoms, they do not give them back. They have to be won back. They have to be taken back or sidestepped. They have <laughs> literally. They do not have any control over us unless we give that to them. You know yep. what I mean? It, 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 and, and and if we just half fifty one percent of the people, and that's I, I again I, I know we got to get out of here, but I would still. I believe that maybe we are the majority and not the minority. And it's just because they've got the narrative and the, all the communication pathways crammed Mm -hmm. full. Like I don't, we don't watch news or anything. And I saw CNN the other day and they still have a ticker up about like how many cases there's been about Corona and this whole, again, they're still just pushing the fear war. You know, the war thing around, remember oh, every, yeah. in war times they put around how many people are dead bombs. And you're just like, dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> take it easy, man. I, I just want to fuck chill. Can we just hang out? No. Okay. More war. Just blow shit up. No, now it's, <laughs> now it's a war on a virus and now it's war on whatever. Yeah. It, I mean, I laugh because otherwise I just get really upset and cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 And, takes, and we're together though. Yeah. In, you know, one why and 10 seconds of research to realize how much you do not need to fear. So we have to take our kids out of the system that is teaching them that trusting that and not asking why is the only way to go because it's not. Those why moments when you're two years, when your two year old is asking you why, I know at some point you're going to have to cut it off, but try to answer as many of them as you can. Try to encourage it. It's worth it. I promise. Well, when they ask why, I want them to research it. I'm going to tell them to go figure out the why. Because again, that's the exploration. Your own why is different from my why. Do you know what I mean? And because, but that's the beauty of this human experience is it's not, there's no blueprint and everybody Mm -hmm. seems to act like they got the blueprint. You know what I mean? And I, I know I'm going to jack my kid up. I know I'm going to mess her up, but I, I want to at least give her the opportunity to do it first. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I want to give her. She will the, do it in a loving, stable environment. And that's the best we can do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Again, Allie, it's been freaking amazing. Um, you're frozen here, but that's okay. Aww. Cause, uh, we're, we're going to talk to you again next time and thank you again. And one more time, if you could just tell everybody where to reach you and how to find you. Yeah, you can find me at AllieAdareChung.com or Conscious Family Project on social media. Beautiful, beautiful, awesome. This was uh, my favorite so far. Um, Allie, everybody, thank you so much. We'll talk soon.